Welcome to the Impact Podcast with your hosts, Jacinta and Kobe. We'll be diving into all things holistic health and our perspective of what people really need to live a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And today we are bringing you an Impact Truth Bomb. And today's Truth Bomb is all about our mindset around eating and training. Yeah, it's a big conversation and we're super keen to be able to share with our listeners exactly how our mindset is around our eating and our training. Um, we've been in the industry for quite some time. So obviously we're a little bit down the road, but it's great to for us to share with you where you start. You know, for a lot of people out there, nutrition is confusing and we get that. Like there's so much information out there in regards to, you know, different diets, what's the right thing to eat, um, you know, classifying food as good or bad and, it can, it can be a lot, but what I love about food is that food is such a cooperative component. Like I view food as like it was put on this planet for us humans to eat and to support um, us on an energy level so we can function and do all that cool stuff that we do every day. So I don't really necessarily like to view food as good or bad. It's like how, how does that food cooperate with our body mm. um, and allow us to do the things that we want to do every day, like our, our training. Um, so with that said, how do you eat to perform your training goals, Kobe? Yeah, so if I was to be super honest, I don't get enough calories into my day that I should compared to sort of my output for training and, and work. So that's a constant battle for me is like how do I get more calories, which is sometimes a little bit of a hard thing for people to hear because, you know, if I don't eat, if I don't train – I actually lose weight, so I have to try and um, make sure I'm training at the right level and I'm eating the right amount of food for me to sustain my weight or head towards my training goals, mm. which is to gain lean muscle and stay as functional, functionally move like fit as possible. Yeah. So all yeah. around movement and getting my body moving as easy as possible. Yeah, because you know, just looking at. Kobe, he's not a small human. He's, you know, <laughs> even if he didn't have a whole heap of muscle on him, he's quite tall. And for someone like who just does like, say, three walks in the park, like a week, you know, obviously their energy needs are going to be a lot less to, to support that that type of lifestyle. Mm, yeah. Whereas someone who's like in the gym and, you know, they do quite a lot of resistance training, there's a high energy output, they're going to need a lot more energy um, consumed. And also taking into consideration what they do for work as well. Um, but do you find like that's a conversation that I have so often with people is that a lot of people are under consuming, you know, they, they eat very, very little. And that might be a weird thing to hear when, um, you know, we are in a, in a obesity epidemic, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, big time. But when you actually break someone's diet down, they, they really are under-eating, but they're just under-eating all the wrong foods. Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to share that with people because they think, oh, you know, I've got to lose weight, I've got to decrease the amount of food that I'm eating. Mm. But when you break down the science of it, we've got to increase the amount of food that we're eating and get those right macros in at the right times to be able to get the most out of our training and out of our day. Mm. 
Um, just since how do you go around explaining that to someone? Because we get that question in the gym all the time, but what's your go-to in that sense? Yeah, look, it isn't easy, especially when someone's had many of their years of their adult life. With, like We've got habits, right? And so we do, unfortunately, become wired to think that we need to constantly eat less in order to to maintain or to, to continue to drop body fat. Uh, but like I said before, the first thing I said was that food is a cooperative component. So it's really like uh, helping someone retrain their mindset to not be scared of food and like to have a healthier relationship with food. That's the biggest thing because it's all fair and well to tell someone like you need to eat more protein, you need to increase like your starchy carbs and, and your micros and whatnot. But and putting that on paper for them, but because they've set in their ways, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to implement it. It's really about helping them form these new habits, breaking the old ones and understanding that if they continue to move their body, um, doing resistance training, you know, working on their cardiovascular fitness and all that, that food, fueling their body with more food is just is going to help them. Mm. Um, yeah, so that that's the biggest thing is is sort of breaking down that um, those habits and, and reforming new ones for sure. Where can people start, you know, because we hear about, you know, comfort food and, mm. you know, we're in winter at the moment, so it's nothing better than heating up something that's like warm and gooey and all that yeah. fun stuff. I don't even know what food would be warm and gooey <laughs> right now, but um, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So, but breaking down that mindset, as you said, and, the, and those habits, you know, we know that there's people out there that have a, an unhealthy relationship with food is is there an example of where you would start with someone say if, you, if I came to you and said you know I don't eat much at all during the day but when I get home I like smash the biggest meal I can yeah uh, <clears throat> what's your what's your go-to around that it they have to take it slow so just like with breaking any habits it doesn't have to happen overnight like more often than not if you just to to sort of go cold turkey and try and like change everything all at once, then you're probably going to find yourself like throwing in the towel and falling back into those cycles mm. not long after. Um, so, yeah, my biggest thing is take it slow and focus on one thing at a time. And that might be like, say, for example, if someone has really bad habits around um, not eating breakfast and then not having like their first meal until after lunch and then they find they consume like a bucket load of calories like towards the end of the evening I would be like okay like let's just sort of focus on that one meal of day like just mm. add something small in the morning yeah start um, at the beginning yeah exactly yeah. so not try and reinvent the wheel change everything um but yeah just focus on something small each week or every couple of weeks until they nail that habit yeah and and not scared of that um and then focus on the next thing once once they feel like in a better place and mindset around mm. that because that's where a lot of people make the mistake is they go okay when monday comes i'm going to change my whole nutrition the whole day is going to be completely different yeah. i'm going to meal prep for 10 hours on a sunday but the reality is the best way to approach this is like you just said is just let's just start with breakfast yeah let's make that one change mm. do that really well yeah and then you move on to your snacks like what's your snacks look like and exactly. do that really well yeah. um and that's the thing like we're like we're in a society where everything's so fast. We want to achieve our goals yesterday. Like if we mm. just, like you nailed it when you said, just slow things down and like really um, 
take one step at a time. I think mm. that's a really powerful thing for people to start with, especially if they've got that uncomfortable relationship with food. Mm. And, you know, I like that we're going this direction because like, we, we actually had a lot of other things we wanted to talk about, but it sort of seems to come back to this mm. um, at the moment, which is great. But, you know, I think that relationship with food, you're going to be on a journey where you're going to stuff up. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to, you know, go over to someone's house of a night time, maybe the footy's on and you're going to have a few beers or whatever. Like that's not the end of the journey for you. You're just like mm. next day, just what's your breakfast going to be? Yeah. You know? And is, yep. it, is that what you share with a lot of people? Definitely. It's about the sustainability of what you implement into your lifestyle. Like we are on this planet for a a long time so you still want to enjoy all those finer things like i would never ever say to someone you have to completely cut out beer or alcohol for the rest of your life in order to maintain or live a healthy lifestyle um for you know and that is relatable to anything like um chocolate or whatever whatever you is a comfort for you or what you enjoy yeah um and you know that 80 20 rule it's such an old school saying but it still is I don't know. I think it's the, the strongest, truest probably um, way to live a healthy lifestyle because once you form that healthy relationship with food, it's you're going to then um, have an appreciation more so for yourself like or not get hung up on those times where you do like have a piece of chocolate or whatever. Like there's no point beating, you up, beating yourself up about something, um, you know, that you've eaten something bad or whatever. It's about... You know, I, I live a pretty healthy lifestyle 80% of the time. I train hard. I feel my body well. I recover well. And I'm going to enjoy that chocolate. I'm going to enjoy mm. that burger on the weekend. Um, that's the mindset that you need to be in. Because if you can't, if come Monday you're beating yourself up every time and you're only in the gym to to flog yourself because of what you did on the weekend. like Yeah, it's wrong. That's like mm. it's – you're meant to enjoy it, not mm. – be there because you feel like you're there punishing yourself. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the question was, but it's about <laughs> sustainability. That's yeah. the biggest thing yeah. for me. And um, like me personally, like I think when there's like a, you might have an event or um, it's cool to challenge yourself. And that's why like we run our eight week challenges or, you know, if you've got a wedding coming up, coming up and you want to feel good in in your wedding dress or whatever yeah that's awesome like rein it in and for those specific things but when we're looking at like your lifestyle as a whole like that's not a race Mm. that's that's a constant journey um yeah which is cool yeah and the the crazy thing about us as humans is we're very habitual you know we we love being having habits that we follow and and Mm. you know if those habits turn negative or they turn wrong then they can lead us down that path and i'll give you an example is i had a client who was saying to me that every time he gets in the car he just has to eat you know while he's driving he's got to eat something while he's driving and because he travels the same route home same path home he's going past the same service stations the same shops Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he's pulling in every single time and grabbing these foods. And that's the habits that we've got to recognise early and sort of yeah. go, okay, this is leading me down the wrong path. How am I going to break this? Yeah. And it could be, for example, something practical is before he gets in the car, he's actually had something to eat. So he's not actually hungry when he gets mm-hmm. in the car. So that 15, 20-minute drive, he's actually already 
prepared his food and had something to eat. So I guess it's also recognising those things that we're doing yeah. on a regular basis and, and changing it. Mm. And asking yourself those questions, you know, like if you holding yourself accountable like if you want to make change then you need to hold yourself accountable like if there's habits that you you know that aren't serving you for the better and you need to change them or you know um add in new last uh, new habits that are going to support your lifestyle in a positive way then you know yeah you can get all the support and stuff that you need but at the end of the day like you have to hold yourself accountable to that so and i like to say that to my clients as well it's like when you feel like you know, you want to, you know, binge or something, ask yourself that question, what has triggered me to do this, you know, and it might take weeks of asking yourself over and over why, but you'll eventually get it. And, but when you do do it, don't like beat yourself up about it, but make it a practice and be committed to that Mm. until it finally breaks. Like you can break that habit, but you just have to be committed to that and hold yourself accountable to it as well. So you know, if it doesn't happen in two weeks' time, that's cool. But I'm going to keep committing to it until I do break that habit. Mm. Um, yeah. So, Jacinta, there's a lot of people out there that are listening that will have or that could have a bad relationship with food. What's your three takeaways for those people? Where would they first, like, the three things that they would do to start making some changes? Mm. The biggest one for me would be how we talk to ourselves like our internal dialogue i think that's massive because essentially how we feel about ourselves and how we speak directly to ourselves can really affect all the choices that that we make um so directly related to the food we eat if we're feeling shitty about ourselves then we'll eat shitty food mm. um so that's a big thing so you know self-love is a whole another topic on its own yeah. but just to quickly touch on it you know look at those areas you know how you can feel better about you Um, The second one would be um, trusting the process. So, you know, if you're not getting results in two weeks, two months, whatever it may be, it's like this is a journey here on this planet for a long time. Um, So, yeah, just having that understanding that you just be patient and enjoy it. Like food's there to be enjoyed. So take each day as it comes or each week as it comes and because it's always going to change. Like your goals are going to change, like with your training. Yeah. And all of that. So trust is huge. And the third one, I would say just don't throw in the towel. Like if you've eaten a bad lunch or, you know, you you drove through McDonald's, you know, on the way home before gym and then you decide not to go to the gym, like just continue on with what you're going to do for that day. So whatever your intention was at the start of the day, continue on with it. Um, Same if you've had a massive blowout on the weekend, just not. Like, I'll continue as I was the next day, and it's all good. Like, yeah. we're going to – yeah, don't consider yourself like you've failed or anything if you make one poor choice. Yeah. Um, just get back on track. Yeah, that's awesome. And mm. I just want to put this out. Obviously, we're at Impact Strength and Fitness on the Sunshine Coast, and if anyone's listening out there that you want to try and nip this in the butt, let's say that, and make a start with your relationship with food, that want to open up an opportunity for people to come in and, and chat to either yourself, Jacinta, or myself, or mm-hmm. both at the same time and really um, get the process. Because it is a journey, like you said. It is, it's important that people start right yeah. so that they, they stop this yo-yo effect. That's it. So if you're out there listening and you want to come in and have a chat to us, we're all ears at Impact Strength and Fitness. We're just down for a good old chinwag. That's whenever. right. And we'll do these truth bombs. So thanks, Jacinta, for the chat.
So that's it. Thanks for listening. And if you have loved tuning in to us here at the Impact Podcast, just subscribe, rate and review. Yeah, and if you think that this podcast could impact someone you know, then make sure you share it. Catch ya. Bye. Damn phones, Babylon's can't crack the code. Used to sip out Styrofoam, but figured I should stick.